Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Hard Count. I'm your boy T-Ball. Excited to do another show of this hard count, get you guys some information what's going on in the NFL. As always, to my right, the one, the only, Mr. Bradstone. What up? I'm so excited to talk about some NFL. Yeah, ready to get it started. And our special guest tonight, we have in the building, Mr. J-Mac. Hi, guys. <laughs> How you for, doing? Thanks for coming. Well, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, DJ Swearinger. Back uh, in the news. Is acquired off waivers from the Washington Redskins to the Cardinals once again. He just got released like a day ago. Yeah, he was with the Cardinals. Um, DJ Swearinger, um, defensive defensive player. He uh, played for the Cardinals um, for a while. Um, ended up getting traded to the Redskins. Um, but he has now been released, and the Cardinals picked him up really quickly. Uh, he reportedly uh, was criticizing the defensive coordinator, Greg Minuski. Um, he was warned several times about his remarks. Apparently, he had went on Instagram um, and was even making it, uh, you know, public, you know, on social media and stuff like that. So, um, I guess it wasn't a good situation and it turned into a great situation because he immediately got acquired. Now, he did get acquired by a team that has, yeah, has no chance to go to playoffs. So, yeah. I'm not sure why they would snatch him up. Uh, I'm not sure either. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, Maybe they're going to use him for leverage in a trade or something. I'm guessing what's, that's what they're buying. If right? he's just going to keep pissing guys off... You know, maybe he's not going to have a job after. I don't know, but it's just weird to me how many players are released because they're vocal about the way their team or their uh, coach is doing something. Like it, that's a rarity when you see a guy get released. Kind of to me, that's irrelevant. Who cares if he's talking shit about me? I'm the defensive coordinator, right? Like, oh well, I make the decision of what you get to do in that game. Exactly. So talk shit all you want. Exactly. I mean, but to, to, to release a guy, it's kind of kind of dumb off some words, right, Jay Mack? I mean, you're going to release a guy because he's saying some shady shit to, about the defensive coordinator? I mean, it's... Or do you think there's something else maybe going on? It's, it's, it's a fine line. I'm sure there everybody has a player's agreement that they need to stay off of social media and things like that. So there might be something more to it. It might not be just what they're saying. It might be that they're breaking a code of conduct with the team or something along those lines. That could definitely be. Um, I know a lot. I mean, social media is a lot these days, and I guarantee you, most most teams should. Well, I, I don't. Know, I don't know what they say, but most teams should be saying that their players need to stay off social media as much as possible. I just saw a post on Twitter from Antonio Brown, so obviously, and it's a <laughs> verified account from him. So, I mean, obviously, it's him, but. Uh, I'm I'm sure most of these players are supposed to not say negative things about their team on social media. I'm sure that's posted in some kind of contract, somewhere, code of conduct, whatever it may be. Uh, it's tough to release a player just for words, uh, but that's the fucking age we live in these days. Uh, <laughs> Especially when it comes to social media. Yeah. There, there's an apology goes a long ways. I don't know if there was ever an apology issued or anything like that, but what what I would assume, I'm sure he breached some form of code of conduct somewhere along the line. He probably, I, I would assume teams have it to where you're not supposed to bash their team or their coordinators yeah, or coaches something. or whatever online. There has to be. And if not, then there probably will be after instances of that nature. But I would say that there was something along those lines. I mean, you know, like 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 we said, he, he's back, and you know, so what does it matter really now? Yeah. But 
So I don't know if you guys heard, the Dolphins are looking to fire Mike Tenenbaum, VT, VP of Operations, at, by the end of the year. I hope so. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, the guy seems to be doing pretty well. They've been a 500 team for the last, like, five years. they well, got to do true. something. And uh, if not worse before like, that. In hockey, if you don't fucking – if it doesn't work, the team fucking gets exploded. Like, you, <laughs> you, you, you got to – if it doesn't work, it doesn't fucking work. I guarantee That's you true. the bottom of the barrel team does not stay the same ever and it doesn't have to be that even the 500 teams if they're not changing they're going to be the bottom of the barrel team like you got to do something now i did read they were keeping their head coach and assistant coach so the people on the ground are going to stay which but is weird they to have to answer to somebody though that's true they that's don't say like, they bring in another vp that doesn't guarantee their jobs no he could sweep house pretty yep. quickly so i thought that was something i think they should to look at Sometimes it's the higher-ups that actually make the calls and shit like that, too, with players. Granted, it's the coach's team, but you can only do with it what you're, what you're like. I don't think it's just him is the problem. I, I just I don't understand why they're still going with Ryan Tannehill. He is not good. When will they understand? It's like Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. Why won't these teams get it through their heads that these guys are average Joe pro quarterbacks? Yeah. Also, being a 500 team for the last forever. Get, you know, get something different going. Well, e- either make some shit happen or start tanking and getting or some Or change picks. it up. Well, you got to like, think of it this way. They have a tough New England Patriots that they have to well, play. Well, that's who you need to play. Too. That's who you need to go out and do these things for. Tank if you need first-rounders or trade for people. Well, that, or that, right. If you're just ho-hum the whole year, you're only going to get a ho-hum pick. Let me ask you, you know? this, T-Ball. Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill? Well, definitely. Doesn't matter what the question is, right? Yeah. There you go. They need to get him out of there and get talent that can compete with them. Well, speaking of Tom Brady, he plans on Tom Brady plans on playing next year and beyond. Um, he was actually asked if he was going to play next year, and he said, "Oh, absolutely. I plan on playing as long as I possibly can." He's like, and I'm and I'm thinking he's probably going to keep playing until the Patriots have a bad year. When Something. they have a bad year, he's going to bow. The year they don't make the playoffs, I think he bows out or he gets injured. Well, who else is going to uptake that with a Josh Rosen crappy quarterback for the Bills? Uh, Sam Darnold, he's an average Joe rookie quarterback for the Jets. And then you got Ryan Tannehill at the Helms in Miami still sucking it up there. Who's going to beat them out? So he's going to get that for like the next three years. Jesus. Yeah, mean, yeah. Unless they don't have protection on the offensive line. But other than that, his, his numbers are so down this year. He's so old. Well, I was just pulling up his numbers right now. You do that because he is uh, not, he's not, I don't, he's barely a top he, 10 quarterback. He's got 4,105 passing yards, uh, 25 touchdowns, and 11 picks. Yeah, he's throwing uh, many multiple t- or interception games. His highest. He's had 14 picks three different times, so he's right up there with his most picks. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I said it in the beginning of the year. You were going to yeah, start seeing you said at the beginning he was this um, probably going to be his last year. I said that. Oh, I, I said that you were going to start seeing the decline for the Patriots that's this right, year. That's right, that's right. Uh, that they were not going to be that perennial powerhouse that they've been fucking for however long. Yeah. They've been a fucking dynasty. Uh, when you win as much as they, I mean, what three or four? He's been three, eight. Tom Brady himself Super Bowls has been in the eight last times, like eight, yeah. eight years, seven years. It's not there this year. I mean, yeah, he's not having like an abysmal year. Like his his worst year. I mean, his rookie year, he only had twenty eight hundred yards, uh, barring injury. He broke his leg in one year as well. Too. That was two thousand eight. 
Yeah, so he had 76 yards. I the reason why I said I thought this was his last year, especially now that I've watched him play this whole year, kind of helps me, and with my confidence of saying that before. Yeah, because his you can tell he's slower, and they even said he possibly has an MCL sprain, the same thing that Aaron Rodgers had. So that's not like an excuse to use, but age is a factor there. He's like five, six years older than Rodgers. Yeah. So, but still, I just. He's just getting too up there, and they don't have an offense. They The only reason why they're kind of staying in these games is because of defense, too. They're getting turnovers and stuff like that. But he's just not looking like the Tom Brady we're used to seeing. Unless they give him a whole bunch of shit in the offseason through free agency or the draft, I think his numbers are going to stay the same, and he's they're not going to do as well next year. I think all the teams around them, since they're so shitty, are going to get all these good picks and trades and stuff like that and have all this money and, and have a better team than them next year. Okay. Former All-Pro running back Jamal Anderson is in the news. Oh, what did he do? Good or bad? It was bad. He Ah. was arrested on public drunkenness. Uh, (laughs) Charges will file Sunday. He bailed out Monday. Um, His bail was like 215 bucks. Chunk change. But apparently Anderson has had multiple alcohol-related run-ins with law enforcement since retiring after 2001. I didn't know he was an alcoholic like that, I guess. So apparently, yeah, when you uh, invent the dirty bird and <laughs> rush, probably one of the all-time rushing leaders. Oh, he's definitely a franchise record uh, there for the Falcons, yeah. I think. Um, great running back. Unfortunately, it sounds like he has a little bit of an alcohol problem. Um, or he just likes to drink and go out and do dumb shit. So We've all been there. That's unfortunate <laughs> for him. I, God, he's just... Stay out of the news, guys. Like, how hard is this to have someone either drive for you or pay somebody to act like a jackass? Every, every team has a fucking driver. You know they do. You know and they if do. You don't even if you even if you're retired, you have the money. You have you got the brain. Like, yeah. Make <laughs> some. Why risk everything you've worked for? So I have a question. Um, the Raiders, uh, they played last week. They played their last game in that Oakland Coliseum. Um, so where where to next? Where do they play next? Las Vegas. Well, I heard the Las Vegas one won't be open next year. Really? Yeah. I've the- heard rumors that they might play um, in New York. Huh. They might play in London. St. Louis. Years. Right. Might, I heard they might play in St. Louis. Um, cool. There's been rumors of when they're going to be. Hell, they might play. I don't know. That's that's really the question. Like I'm asking, like they can play in Las Vegas, but the stadium that they're building for them, I don't think will be done by then. But they can still play in the T-Mobile Center. But that means the T-Mobile Center might have to remodel. Well, um, and that's well, you, you can't just jump in and throw a whole fucking team schedule into something like that. Like, places, venues have concerts. They have fucking rodeos. They yeah. have they hold all kinds of different events there. Like. You can't just jump in and throw in. So yeah, the NFL would have to compensate like eight, eight fucking games into a fucking schedule that's already made up. Yeah, so like that would be incredibly difficult. The you're, city you're screwing or whoever, somebody over there. They're gonna have to direct their marketing or who they want to be coming to their games to a big area. So I mean, like USC, I know holds a lot of fucking people in it. Uh, their stadium. Um, yeah, they're good. they're a pretty good side. That's one. probably I would you know if I was to guess if they don't do another major league stadium, they would have to do something like a college stadium. And I don't know where they would go. I mean, you got eight games to figure it out, like you were saying. Like, right? You guys should have already had this figured out if you knew that stadium wasn't going to be ready. But they had the uh, you know the whole world fooled about it, saying that they were going to be able to play there. And somebody else who was also going to go to Las Vegas and play. 
Some the of Chargers. Your Chargers was Chargers too. So yeah. maybe they'll just have to stay in, and I guess in the stadium, share it out or something, or however they're going to do it. But they got to figure it out. I mean, they got a little while to do it. So I'm sure they'll come up with some stupid plan. A lot of them overseas in London, like you're talking about. Yeah, I, I would think so. Now, you know what I heard was is the majority of the fans in London are Browns fans. Wow. Yeah, they have a huge following of Browns fans over there. That is surprising. Yeah. So then maybe you should jump on that train, T-ball. We're talking about. If the English Come like it, the then train. I definitely don't want to fuck with it. Um, some big news: uh, Pete Carroll signs multi-year extension up to 2021. I don't like it. Um, he will be the old. Well, he is the oldest active coach in NFL. He signed 11 million per season. God him, damn! The highest paid coach. Why? He's been mediocre at best, and Russell Wilson's been carrying them and that defense. And he ain't got nothing to do with Pete Carroll. Do we not remember what Pete Carroll did to Marshawn Lynch? Right. Pass, 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 pass. Never threw the ball, and he threw an interception instead of giving it to Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard line. Do you guys know who drafted Marshawn Lynch? Ah, this should have been my fucking trivia question. It should have been. Ah, uh, man, don't say it yet. Atlanta Falcons. Nope. No. Scott, Green Bay Packers. Nope. Uh, AFC team? I don't know the fucking comment. Terrible team, man. Equal oh, team. There's a terrible team. I mean, well, like, oh, the Cardinals. Um, I mean, on that level. Oh, it was the Bills. Yeah, it was the Bills. Now, here's the bonus question. What did he get traded for to the Seahawks? A golf cart. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> golf fucking. Cart. Not even that, dude. It's like a fucking sack of used fucking Condoms. <laughs> he got traded for a fourth rounder and a conditional fifth rounder. Hey. That Antonio Brown, insane. I'm pretty sure, was a fourth or fifth rounder. How, how salty do you feel? And then he balls. Trading Marshawn Lynch for a fourth and fifth rounder. And the fifth rounder is conditional, so that means other shit had to fall into place for that to happen. Right, yeah. you lost so, a player in the offseason. Um, yeah, that's. Just, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I was watching some Marshawn shit the other day, and he was uh, – Playing for the Bills, and I was like, "When did that happen?" I yeah, I forgot. Up. He had a couple. I didn't realize seasons. he was he was a pretty pretty high draft. He was a first rounder by the Bills. I think he was a top fifteen pick, maybe. Uh, and then he played with them, had a little bit of injury here and there, and such like that. But uh, had a decent. He balled out one decent year there. season, yeah, or decent little tenure for the Bills. Just not what they were looking for, I guess. And uh, they traded him off for a fucking sack of half-eaten peanuts. and uh, Just didn't fit the scheme. And then beast mode fucking happened over there in Seattle. He just didn't fit the scheme. So and also Schemes Seattle. a lot, man. Scheme, like if you don't fit the, like. The resume. It, right. I mean, if, 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 <laughs> being a power runner, if your team doesn't need a power runner, you're not going to get the ball. So how are you line. Fucking and that's what Seattle has, and that's why he became so fucking good. Look at look at their offensive line this year. Like Chris Carson, like who the hell is this guy? Right. But they have a monster offensive line every year, kind of like the Patriots. So these guys run all over people. Like yeah. Russell Wilson too. Anyways, I just yeah. So I just had some small news after that. Uh, looks like the Jags are getting ready to start Bortles for the Texans game. Uh, he came off the bench last week and led uh, the go-ahead win, 17-7 over the Dolphins. Yeah, we screwed all of our picks um, on the heated waves uh, picks for week for yeah. 16. This might be uh, Bortles' 15. last game in a Jags uniform. I think it is. Yeah, I what, think. Uh, what's up with Four- is uh, Fournette's hamstring acting up? He's got a bunch of injury. Stuff. Yeah, he's like his whole uh, his legs Earth are basically thing. shot. Yeah. He's having like ankle problems. He has a hamstring problem. Uh, there's something going on in his other knee and all kinds of shit. Well, a good off season. 
When, yeah, uh, good, good. I like Leonard Fournette. Me too. Like whenever he came into the league last year, I he 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 did what you need to do as a rookie. He made a statement and hey, everybody. I mean, the sophomore slump. It wouldn't be called a sophomore slump if you if it wasn't there. But he's he hadn't even had a chance to have a sophomore he had one slump. good game and then he got hurt. Like in like the fourth quarter of that game, right. and then it was never the same the rest of the year, which is sad because. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Whenever I first heard about him and seen him and stuff like that, I was like, oh, he's, a, he's, he's a good running back, but I don't think he'll be all that great. And then he just straight fall last year. I love when guys do that as a rookie Crush. because it shows me that potential that they could be even better. Yeah. And, and they're already that good then. So Shout out to Philip Lindsay, too. Right. That was like, the And I know if I wish Dustin was here because like, he says oh, the way he's like, I have no problem shouting out to the people that have done well. Like, yeah, he just I hates just, talent. But that's that's <laughs> why I have no problem shouting out to Saquon, too. Like, the motherfuckers had a great season. 1,200 rushing yards. Also, like, yeah, Philip Lindsay didn't even – didn't get drafted. He got selected to the, to the Pro Bowl, hurt himself, didn't get to go, but – that doesn't happen. Like, good job, man. Good, yeah. good season. Right. Well, that's, speaking that's... of running backs, um, James Conner is reportedly to play the, against the Bengals. They need that to the Steelers. Yeah. time, man. Like no we were saying um, in the picks show, um, this is kind of like the Super Bowl game for the uh, Steelers. They have to win. Absolutely. Um, to get in the playoffs. Yeah. So, if they win, uh, they'll win the AFC North, um, but the Ravens have to lose to the Browns. In order for the Steelers to win that AFC North, so and that's a tall task for the Browns. With James Conner coming back, they might have a chance at it. If you're going after our professional picks, <laughs> Mr. Brad Stone was the only one that took those Browns. You're damn right, I got faith in him, and I'm trying to get the Steelers in there because I think Antonio Brown deserves a fucking a ring. I don't know if he's ever had one. I don't think he has. Uh, I don't think Since I think it was before he got there, and it was like Heinz Ward and stuff like that. So, yeah. I just think he truly deserves it. The guy is phenomenal. He's him, best. DeAndre he Hawkins. He wasn't a rookie or anything whenever they I don't think so. We might have to look no, that up, but no, I'm no, pretty no. positive he never won a championship. Well, he deserves Mar- it. Yeah. Marcus Mariota uh, may not play. God, Chase Daniels in there. Insert Chase Daniels, hopefully not. Yeah. Um, I'm almost positive I'd rather have a banged up Mar- Mariota than a super backup that's always been a backup in Chase Daniels. T-Ball? No. Yeah, I have to agree. Definitely. Never won one, yeah. Uh, Antonio Brown is a seven-time Pro Bowler and a four-time All-Pro, but... It was right before he got there. Never a Super Bowl winner. He's so good. He's only 5'10". That's He's so good. 5'10", 181. You're for, for, to, to have that stature in today's game and still be as Make good as he catches. is... Like you were saying earlier, fuck you if you're saying that he's only good because of Ben Roethlisberger. Crazy to, to, to have his stature, like... Your your main receivers these days are like six foot two, two hundred at least six pounds. one on average. Like, like they get they're they're huge. Look at I mean, and I know this is a bad example because he hasn't been good as of late. But look at Kelvin Benjamin, six five. That dude would have been a defensive end twenty five years ago. <laughs> right. And I'm not joking. <laughs> right. He's six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds. That's a DN. That's huge. And guy. he's a receiver. Now. Like, like the game is end. different. That's a... So to have. Antonio Brown's stature of being under six feet with cleats on, he's five right. ten. He's like five eight then. Right. <laughs> like that's man. He's a baller. Props, man. You can also look for Nick Foles of the Eagles to start against the Redskins. Red hot Nick Foles. And uh, the only thing I had left. Good was old Saint Nick and in, in the 
There's a little bit of rumor on our old boy McCarthy. Um, he said he is very interested in the job in the Cardinals organization. Why? So you could suck even more? Well, maybe he's thinking he can turn them around. Yeah, you don't have Aaron Rodgers to help, bud. You got Josh Rosen. Well, they're, they're probably looking for a Super Bowl winning coach, too. So I think uh, if he did, I think that he, I think he might do a little bit better. We'll see. I think it would take two or three years for him to do something there. But that's all I had. Yeah, um, there's lots of playoff scenarios. There's lot, look, it's basically all set up for the NFC. It's just the AFC is un, you know, incomplete right now. You got yeah. Titans and Colts fighting for something, and you got the Steelers and Ravens fighting for that, and a playoff spot there. And uh, everybody else, pretty much the Patriots, Chiefs. Chiefs are just fighting for the home field advantage and the number one seed. Yeah. But you got them locked up, basically, and the Chargers, Patriots, and that's it. Because the rest of them, it's all up to up to bat this week 17. So it's, we got a good week 17 coming up. That we do. And you can look for those week 17 picks on our week 17 picks podcast. Sure can. Guys, we're like 31 listens away from 7,000 listens. And that's only since March when we started this. And that's... To us is amazing, so thank you very much. Very, very much. I don't know why anybody would want to listen to us talk but seven thousand times you so much. <laughs> like, god dang, for real. Thank you guys. Right. Couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. If nobody listened, we wouldn't be wasting our time. We've all got families and shit like that. So this is for you guys. Thank you all very much for listening and uh we really would like to see a maybe a donation or two on there. We've been right, uh, right. Mr. Brad Stone's been hitting those uh, advertisements pretty hard, and we gotta make a little bit of something somewhere. But uh, help yeah. us out, man. Like I said, we'll help you out if you help us out. So uh, is that yeah. all we had for this hard count? Yeah, and if you can guess that hard count at the beginning, and uh, I'll put it at the end as well for you guys to go ahead and uh, try to figure it out. If you can guess who that is, I'll donate a dollar to your and you'll app. you can come on the show if you'd like to. We'll give you a shout out for sure. Definitely. Well, I'm your boy T-Ball. This is another episode of The Hard Count. Thanks for tuning in. J-Mac, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Mr. Bradstone, as always. Love football. Got to talk about it every day. And to all our listeners out there, thanks again. Uh, This is The Hard Count on the Heated Waves podcast on the Heated Waves Network. Yep. Peace. See you guys.